Hello and welcome back to episode four of Leadership, Management and Professional Excellence. It's great to have you back and in this episode we'll be focusing on one of the most important skills that you can develop as a manager, as a leader of people and that is the skill of public speaking. So, Let me just start off by sharing with you some observations over the last three decades, and that is that the way that you speak when addressing others, whether it be as small as two other people in a room, right the way up to thousands of people in an auditorium, is going to help drive your image, your branding, your exposure, as well as influencing your performance. And I know for a fact that even for some of the most senior, outwardly confident leaders in the corporate world, this is one of the elements that can strike fear into the hearts of many. And there are many people that would do anything at any cost to avoid speaking in public. And I don't know why. It's one of those things that a lot of us learn at a young age to be scared of. And and we tend to start assuming that everything's going to go wrong and creating this awful image in our mind of everything falling apart and making a total mess of it. And of course, that then breeds nervousness and it tends to make people shy away from doing things. But you know what? There are some very, very simple things that you can do that will enhance your ability to speak effectively in public. And I've been working with people from all walks of life at all levels of seniority from very new junior members of staff right the way up through to global executives uh, who all share that same nervousness and who all really want to master the ability of speaking in public. Over the years, I've also been very, very lucky to have some of the best training available personally from professionals who are involved in the media, and that includes theatre and TV and film production, because the, the key thing for me is that when you are speaking in public, you are performing. Like it or not, we need to perform. And the line between dramatic performance and corporate performance is a very, very thin one. And the simple fact is, dear friend, that you can incorporate some very simple basic but hugely powerful drama techniques into the way you speak and these will absolutely transform your ability and I'm going to share six of those very simple techniques with you in this podcast. Now you don't have to master all six in one go, my suggestion to you would be to pick maybe two from the six, maybe the two that are your weakest points, and have a go at changing them. Now, nothing will replace practice. And the more you do this, the better, the easier, and the more impactful it becomes. But it's useful to have these six 
simple dials that you can turn up or down that are going to make the difference. And I've developed these six over the last three decades, and I've found them to be the most consistent, the most simple, and the most powerful techniques that you can use. So I'm going to race through them. But again, look anything up uh, on your search engine to do with public speaking and you'll find these six in one form or another. But ultimately, with this one, great that you're listening to the podcast, taking the information, but the key to your success will be to get out there and practice and do as much of this as you can. So let's kick off with dial number one. And dial number one is pace the speed at which you speak. Now, I know from experience that for the majority of people who are uncomfortable speaking in public, they have a tendency to speak too fast. Why is that? That's because they want to get it over with and they want to get it done. And I call it sprinter syndrome. So I'm up there, I'm stood up, I'm feeling really uncomfortable. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, the faster I say this, the faster I get it out, know what I've got to say, the faster I say it, the quicker I get to the end and the quicker I finish. Boom, job done. And it's true. It can get it finished nice and quickly. But ultimately, what happens to your message? Your message gets lost. And whether you're speaking too fast or whether you are speaking too slow all the time, The simple fact is you reduce your impact as a public speaker. You've got to remember that people's brains are having to absorb, process and understand what it is that you are saying. And if you're speaking at the wrong speed, you're not giving them the chance to do that. So my simple technique, and this is where I want you to think of pace as a dial. You can turn it up or you can turn it down. The key is to vary your pace. Now, you can speak fast when you want to build energy, when you want to set a scene, when you want to build something up and you're getting to your main point that you're going to make. You can create energy. You can dance around the stage. You can build up that pace and speak nice and fast. But when you get to your key message, when you get to the bit that you want people to go away and remember then simply slow the pace down, like I just did. Now, what is that saying? First thing that's saying to your audience is this bit is important. I want you to remember this bit. And because I want you to remember it, I'm slowing down what I am saying. Now, you need to think about the key messages of your presentation and you need to deliver those nice and slowly. Just like I did there. And what that does is it gives your audience the opportunity to process what you've said. Now, remember, people will only take away about 10% of what you've said to them, 40% if you're using visuals as well. By controlling your pace, you are influencing what that 10% is made up of. So practice it. Think about your key messages and practice speaking slowly. It also says to your audience that you are confident and genuinely believe in what it is that you're saying. So that's pace. Following on from that is the second dial, and that is pause. Pause. 
just like that. Again, what we tend to do, we make a point and then we move straight on to the next bit. Boom, no chance for people to process and absorb. When you slow your pace down, pause. Give people a few moments to really take it in. If you're mastering public speaking, you need to be comfortable with a period of silence. Now, of course, if you stood there in silence 12 minutes later, something's probably gone wrong. So I wouldn't recommend that long. Look for about five to seven seconds. Deliver your killer message nice and slowly and then pause. Count to five before you move on. And by the way, don't count out loud. You'll just look a bit crazy then. Count internally. One, two, three, four, five then move on. If it helps, you can say to your audience, just think about that for a moment and the impact that will have on our business. And then you pause. You've invited them to think about it. It also gives you a chance to catch your breath, relook at your notes if you want, have a sip of water, and it gives you control of what it is that you're trying to say. There you go. I've just had a sip of water there as well during that pause. So letting you into the secrets there. The third dial is about eye contact. And again, this is one where a few simple changes can have a massive impact. Looking at the wall at the back of the room or at the ceiling or at the floor or standing facing your screen and reading off your screen all takes your eye contact away from your audience and it reduces the impact of what you're saying if you've ever said to anybody look me in the eye and tell me that what are you trying to to deduce you're trying to work out if they're telling you the truth or not making direct eye contact with people says i'm telling you the truth i believe in what i am saying now Research has shown that you should be looking to make eye contact during a presentation for around 70% of the time that you're presenting. But please, little point here, not with the same member of the audience. Yeah, that'll just freak them out and they'll probably end up leaving early. So you don't want to do that. But for around about 70% of your presentation, be making eye contact with different people in the room. And that eye contact needs only to last for a fraction of the second. You can do that during your pause moment if you want and just dart your eyes around the room, make quick contact with people and then move on. Now, one of the ways you can do this is rather than looking right in their eyes, look at the top of their nose, the bridge of their nose, the bit in between the eyebrows. Try it with somebody you know, and as far as they are concerned, I promise you, it's as if you're making eye contact, but it feels less uncomfortable for you, and it feels less uncomfortable for them. But making eye contact is absolutely key when you're doing that presentation. Not all of the time. But what that means, of course, is that you need to try and minimise the notes that you use. Being stood there reading from a screen for 15 minutes, people are just going to think, well, you could have just sent me this slide deck rather than being stood there and reading it to me. So maximise your eye contact, look for about 70%, look at the top of their eye, uh, top of their nose, in between the eyes, and that'll be as good as making direct eye contact with people. And that says, trust me, it says, I'm telling you the truth and I believe in what I'm saying. The next piece, the next dial, if you like, is your volume. And one of the biggest 
downsides to presentations that I've sat in on many, many times is when the individual is talking too quietly. Have you ever sat in a presentation and you're struggling to hear what is being said? Now, all the time that you're doing that, you're using your energy just trying to hear rather than understand. And eventually, the audience will switch off. They'll start thinking, oh, what have I got to get for dinner tonight? And when's this going to finish? And why am I here? And all sorts of things like that. Because they cannot hear you. So you need to get your projection and your volume up so that people can hear you comfortably. Now, if you've got a microphone, that takes some of the challenge away, but in a lot of cases, you won't have the luxury of a microphone. So you need to project your voice as loudly and as clearly, and if you're combining that with your pace and with pauses, you're starting to come across much more effectively. And here's the piece that, that can be a really uh, important element, is... You know that bit that I was saying earlier, when you're slowing your pace down to make your key point, where well, you don't have to increase your volume, you can in fact have more impact by reducing your volume. And if you've got your audience's attention, they'll lean forward and they'll be involved. But of course, to be able to reduce your volume to make your key point, you need to be starting at a loud enough volume that you can do that and still be heard but it can be really really powerful so you're increasing your volume you're increasing your energy you're setting the scene you're creating the environment that you want creating that energy and you get into your key message and then you slow it down your volume is quieter you make your point and you pause now that, my friends, is a really powerful technique and it will engage your audience and it will show your confidence as a speaker and it will really engage people to your message. The key again with volume, as with all the others, is to vary it. Don't just keep the same volume all the time. So let's move on to the next dial and the next dial is tone the tone of your voice and again let me ask you the question have you ever sat through a presentation where the presenter talks in the same tone all the way through how draining is that for you how hard do you find it to keep attention and a lot of people will do this they'll deliver data and information in the most droning monotonous way and of course you're lost. And in fact, some really good messages will be lost. So in this year, we achieved 33% increase on our targets. And then we boom, 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 and the whole message is lost. Remember the power that you have with your tone of voice. If you've got a good message, emphasize it. You can take the same group of words. For example, I didn't say you were a bad presenter. Now, listen what happens when I change the tone. I didn't say you were a bad presenter. Meaning, maybe somebody else did. I didn't say you were a bad presenter. Meaning I'm flatly denying it. I didn't say you were a bad presenter. Meaning I may have said somebody was. And etc. And so on and so on. Just by changing the tone, the emphasis of your words, you change the meaning. If you've got a good, powerful message to deliver, emphasise it. So in year 2000 and whatever, we achieved a 33% 
increase against our targets. Use your tone to emphasize, vary that tone. Use it to create excitement, to create energy. And again, it will help you to get your audience to take away the right messages about what you're trying to say. And the final dial is about animation what people can see. It's your facial expression. It's your use of your hands, your whole body and the image you create. Because if your facial expression and your body language does not match up with the words you are using, people will believe the body language. If people do not believe the body language, they will not believe what you are saying. So the first thing is think about your, your facial expression. If you're saying it's great to be here with you, then try smiling as you're saying it. Show that you are genuinely happy to be there. If it's a serious message, then take a serious expression. Not all presentations are of good news, but the facial expression needs to match it up. Secondly, think about your body language. What do you do with your hands? And I've seen presenters stood there with their hands in their pockets jingling their change or worse but we won't go there and they just don't know where to put their hands now hands are an absolutely key part of your presentation and what I recommend to people who are unsure what to do is just try steepling your hands in front of you at about waist height and this is a, a, assuming you have you're not holding loads and loads of papers try and keep those on a table if you can or a lectern or something close to you but by steepling your hands around about mid-height uh, in front of your belly, then you're able to gesticulate and you're able to wave your hands around. And don't be afraid of using lots of gestures. Don't be afraid of moving around the stage if you've got the space. Try and avoid rocking on the same place. Try and avoid stepping backwards and forwards continuously. Sometimes I, in the past I videoed people when I coached them to speak in public and they're horrified at what they see because they're still they're in the same place their feet planted on the ground and they're just rocking backwards and forwards in the business we call that leakage it's a horrible word but it's signs that you're nervous not comfortable that you may not even be aware of and one way of really getting the body language right is to video or get somebody to video you presenting whether it be a rehearsal or the real thing and painful as it can be Watch it back afterwards and see where you need to, to improve your body language. Now, that was a real whirlwind whistle-stop tour of those six dials. And like I said right at the beginning, don't worry about trying to work on all of them in one go. Six is a lot to do in one go. Pick the two where you think you have the weakest performance and try changing those a little bit. Focus on those. Do as much practice as you can with those two. The two that I find that add the biggest impact, dear friend, are volume and pace. Time after time, I coach people, and once they get the volume and pace down to a T, pretty much the other four will fall into place naturally, and you'll find they will improve as you go through it. But the, the one thing to do is take these gold nuggets and go out there and practice them. Keep doing it. Yep, you're going to feel uncomfortable at first, but the more you do it, the better you will get. And your power as a public speaker will grow, and you will enhance your performance, your image, and your exposure in all the right ways. So, 
Remember to leave us a review and subscribe. And remember, dear friend, these podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and all other major podcast stores. I leave you once again and look forward to joining you again next time. Goodbye.